Welcome back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people of the Ocean State. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hello, everyone. Um, today's episode was, oh my God. Oh, I can't get over how fun today's episode was. I am such a big fan of this person. She is a singer, a songwriter. You've probably seen her performing around Providence and the outskirts of the city of um, Rhode Island. She's performed in Pawtucket, Woonsocket, um, on, the, on the East Bay, South County, in Massachusetts, Connecticut, and she's expanding. Anyway, her name is Alexis Lee, and she, oh my God, she's just incredible. I love her energy and her vibe. She's just very like um, authentic and fun to talk to, really real, um, which obviously I think being in the the business of trying to, to put yourself out there, it's really hard to find people who are so like connected with their, you know, most authentic self and i feel like she just really exudes that energy yeah she was really fun um i think she's our first singer musician singer songwriter yeah Yeah, we've had other artist types Mm -hmm. obviously um but she's the first performer we've had yeah which was so fun because i'm always like i love music but i don't really know anything i know you did like chorus and so you probably have i know enough to be dangerous like (laughs) (laughs) don't don't bring nick to the boombox yeah watch out (laughs) Um, coming in hot funny i went there this weekend um it was great i didn't sing though um anyway it was really cool because i love music i love singers everyone on the show knows that listens to the show knows that i'm obsessed with celebrities and i feel like alexis is our own celebrity here and i love that so it was just so fun getting to hear from her getting to hear about like we talked about like her octave range which like was news to me i thought that was just something like you naturally had or didn't and she explained that you can be teed like you can What's the word I'm looking for? Like learn, your voice can learn. To, yeah, you can like exercise your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which was so cool. And we talked about her, how she writes. And yeah, it was just so fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, and I believe um, she's going to be kind enough to uh, send us, us over. some music. Yeah, one of her songs. Uh, so make sure you stick around to the end. Yes. And uh, we're going to pop one on the end so everybody can hear uh, something from her. Yeah, and she performs um, locally at Cov. I think she said every first Wednesday or Thursday. Anyways, it's all on her Instagram. But if you get a chance to see her, she was at PVD Fest this past um, summer she really just brings it every time she steps on that stage. Her covers are incredible. Her own, her, her, her original music is phenomenal. Just everyone get behind Alexis Lee so she can win a Grammy and I can watch her on the Grammy. <laughs> yeah, you get to hear uh, all Sasha's <laughs> predictions for where Alexis is going to go with her career. Let's say Grammys are involved. <laughs> I love it. And we talked about Grammy outfits, which was like my favorite part of the conversation. <laughs> Sasha loves celebrity. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So stick around to listen to the end. Or if you want to listen to her first, um, skip to the end and then come back to us. Um, but yeah, so we're going to put a song of hers on the end of the episode. So you get to hear a little bit about her or you get to hear like her sound and her music. It's great. I think anybody can listen to her music. I think any she kind of is above like, a speci- I mean, I guess her genre might be like pop soul sort of like r&b vibe but i think that anyone would really enjoy listening to her music yeah so go listen and dance (laughs) yeah and enjoy the episode and enjoy the episode guys have fun bye Exactly. Yeah, it's just we nice. nice. We are good. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm gonna really quick just say we're here with Alexis Lee, singer, songwriter, extraordinaire. We're so happy that you're here. I'm this excited. This is so to be fun. <laughs> um, we were just talking about how we kind of got introduced and how we started um to do some work together. Um, but and that sort of happened like pre-COVID. You know, now we're we're back in action. When before COVID, right? Where was your where were you at in your singing and songwriting career? Wow. I feel like I'm like thinking so long ago. I'm trying <laughs> to remember like what That's was a I forever doing? Because COVID was like a time warp. Oh my yeah, gosh, it, it really was. was. Yeah. Yeah. If it's hard to answer too, that's okay. I'm just curious. Well, before COVID, I was performing mm. um, primarily at Cov Restaurant where I yep. was doing a weekly residency on Wednesday night. So yep. that was my primary spot. Yeah. I was also performing at Gulfstream in Portsmouth. Yep. Um, that's another place that I frequent 
And um, I was doing a little bit of like private instruction mm. and doing some piano voice songwriting instruction. And really, I was like, I had all these goals. You know, I think everybody was like, 2020 is going to be my year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's like the new year, like 2020 yeah. looks really good. Yeah. So it's it going to be our year. You know, like 2020 vision, all yeah, these things yeah, about yeah. how like 2020 was like the year. Mm -hmm. So I had all these big plans, really. But I was kind of just like focused on staying the course, mm -hmm. um, you know, putting finances aside to get music recorded and just you know really go full force yep. with my goals and then you know 2020 came around was a like, little thing nope. happened <laughs> that no i don't know if you know about it but this little tiny thing happened yeah i've heard of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's corona <laughs> yeah corona, something <laughs> yeah so that yes. kind of made you have to pivot big time oh my gosh yeah so um obviously performing completely stopped mm. so um in some ways it was nice to have a little bit of a break because um it allowed me to focus on the songwriting yep. aspect and to just rest you mm. know mm -hmm. i think for a lot of us who are like going all the time you don't realize how tired you are until you sit down can you believe like it? you know if you have long days like i have it's yeah. like you're just going you know yeah. you you're Got one thing to do, the next thing to do. You got dogs to walk, like yep. things yep. to do. Yeah, I feel like uh, Post Malone's face tattoo is just always tired. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, you know, when um that break kind of came, that forced break of performing, I kind of didn't realize like, wow, I'm tired. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time resting and I was still able to teach. I just mm. moved to a virtual platform, which took a little getting used to. Totally. But um. So I was still, you know, able to connect with my students, which was nice. Mm. But I spent so much time. Um, I was living with my parents at the time. and They have like a really big backyard. Mm. And I just spent so much time sitting outside and journaling yeah. and reading so much and just really trying to get um, just in touch with myself again. Mm. I love that. I ended up recording an entire EP during yes! quarantine. That's so cool. Um, it's just on my computer right now. I'm trying yeah. to figure out what to do with it. Um, release it i know right like release I, it. i'm the worst i just hold Do on to it. music forever oh my god you're so talented just release <laughs> it people want to hear it i'm working on it it's okay. it's that uh oof, artist we're sensitive you're sensitive everything's got to be perfect yeah you know? well i'll keep i'll be in the corner cheering you on to release it i appreciate I'll, it i I'll need listen that to it i I'll, really need that i'll be the first person i don't know do we still buy cds anyways i'll buy your cd i'm gonna make cds make because CDs. i think we need to i think so. i think my car still plays cds i'll buy yeah. a cd i'll listen Perfect. Yeah. You let me know when. I'll be at the launch party. Well, thank you. You're I definitely welcome. need the push, so please feel free. Always. If you're listening, push me. Push. If you see me, just push me. <laughs> Don't actually Not physically, physically push but like, her. you know, you know what I mean. Like just Where's my me. CD? Exactly, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Were you able to do any cuz I know a few friends of mine who do like are in bands or whatever did some like Instagram like video live situations. Were you did you have any interest in doing anything like that? Were you kind of like I need this time <laughs> to like disconnect a little bit. I, well, okay. So I'm going to start to answer that question just by saying that I'm an introvert. Yep. Like I know it's usually surprising to people mm. um, because I'm on stage and like pursuing this, this big career, Yeah, <laughs> but I'm actually very introverted and I love my quiet time. Mm. So, you know, there were things I thought about doing and like all these ways that I was like, put yourself out there. And I was yep. just like, you know, what? I'm just going to take this break. Take it. Yeah. A few things did come along. Um, I did one sort of like live performance with Chip Doug from mm. Providence. He had had something going on. And then I did one with Lisa Lopes. She put together something. Oh, cool. And then what else did I do? Um, I actually went to kind of further into COVID when yep. things were like a little better. A little better. Yeah. Um, I did. I went to one of the CBD relief centers mm. and they did like a live stream from there. Oh, cool. So they only had like, I think, 10 to 15 people in the room yep. and then they live streamed it. So there were a couple mm. things that like came along that I was able to do. Yeah. But I wasn't actively seeking anything out. I was mm. like, you know, what? I'm just going to take this time and like, yeah. like I said, get to know myself again, mm -hmm. relax, rest and see where life takes things. Well, I feel like too, and in, in, I think you especially being a performer everyone during that time was given this like weird time to like learn like you said like learn about themselves again yeah. like stop with the grind and kind of like get back to like what you love sitting outside enjoying mm -hmm. your parents backyard like I went for like more walks in that whatever six month period of time that I've ever done in my life like yeah just being able to connect with the things that you really liked I mean like doing freaking puzzles like right. in what world do you have time to sit and do right. a thousand piece puzzle I think the the thing that was special about that time was that everybody was 
on the same page. Yeah. Because totally. I think, you know, as much as I tell myself like, okay, Alexis, you can still take that. Yeah. You know, you can still, you know, take time off and you can go somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can go somewhere in the mountains and yeah, just like and shut just it all shut off. off. Yeah. Um, I think the feeling of knowing that the world is going on without you yeah. creates the stress Get and creates FOMO the pressure. Going. Exactly. Ultimate FOMO. <laughs> the FOMO, FOMO the feeling that you're going to be left behind, yep. the feeling that like you have to keep up because Everyone's everybody else is going. And you're not. Right. Even if, even, I mean, nine times out of 10, even if mentally you know that everyone's kind of in the same spot, you Still, know, with social yeah. media mm-hmm. and with XYZ, like you're like, oh, this person's like, you know, exactly. got a new car and a new house and exactly. has eight dogs and yeah. like, you know, XYZ, like, why am I not in that position? Mm-hmm. And so it makes you feel, I mean, even I, I'm taking a trip next week or not next week, next month. And I've been like putting it off for so long because like taking the time off gives me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even... I can't picture myself on a vacation yeah. <laughs> because mm. I'm going to be like so stressed out the whole time yeah. for that reason. Because yeah. what if I, what if one thing happens while I'm away that like I need to fix mm-hmm. and I need to handle yeah. and I'm not there to do it. Right. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, even aside from having like the responsibilities pop up when you're gone, it's just that feeling of for me anyway, it was like feeling like, you know, I'm going to get forgotten yeah because you know, because mm-hmm. if the rest of the world is moving and everyone's going yep. on and i'm not posting or yeah. not sharing and yeah. like people are gonna forget because it's just like instant gratification brand. culture right yeah. so so i think it was in in a lot of ways like a special time because everybody like the playing field was like even yeah everyone you know? just had to, so like, that stress wasn't out. there it was like everybody's chilling yeah, yeah there's so, also like, like uh there's a weird you could almost call it a stigma now around, especially I think since social media and everybody's mm-hmm. kind of intertwined and you know what everybody's doing and everybody's life looks so exciting, mm-hmm. even though it's just kind of a curated version of their life. Yeah. But there's like a stigma around like just people that just like want to hang out by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going camping this week. I'm going to Acadia, Maine and people. Are, oh, who's going with you? I'm like my dog. Yeah. It's right. like yeah. just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to take some time to just hang out by myself, go shoot some photos, yeah. relax, look at the scenery, not have to deal with other people. Like have to have a sometimes it's just <laughs> nice. Right. Yeah. Some people can't do it. I know a lot of people that would, be, or, that sounds like the worst thing they've ever heard of in yeah. their life, but it is nice to just spend some time alone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice with that. You're taking this step forward because that's scary. You're like in the middle of the wilderness. Oh, by it's, yourself. A na- it's a national park. I'm at a campground. I it's know, not the end of the world. But that's a little scary. I'd rather be in a backyard, yeah. like reading, maybe mm-hmm. having a glass of wine, yeah. maybe petting a puppy, exactly. like, you know, mm-hmm. keeping it chill. Um, I know that we kind I kind of like fast forward a lot, but what I really want to know too, well, there's a hundred things I really want to know. You're going to be here for eight <laughs> hours is I know from doing, from reading about you and your history that your family has some music in them. Yep. What got you started on the path of like singer songwriter and performing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's a tough one. That's a tough yeah, one. It, it just is so like deeply rooted, you mm. know, and it's a question that you would think I just like would jump right to an answer because I get it so yeah. often, but it's really something I have to think about because mm. it just goes so far back before me. Like yep. it really feels like generational, like mm. ancestral, like just in the bloodline, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, when I was about, I think it was eight, I started taking piano and violin with my mom. So cool. Um, and that I did for about about two years. And then I actually got really involved with sports. Ah, um, so sports nice. kind of took over mm-hmm. and carried me to high school. And I had every intention of playing sports in high school. Mm. And I don't think I've anyone, like told this story to anybody like outside my family before. Oh, my God. Ooh, the exclusive? Yeah. So long story short, um, basketball was like my big thing. Mm. And so in high school, I had every intention to be on the team. Mm-hmm. And so... The week of the tryouts, I came down with bronchitis, like really awful, like 104 degree fever, like ruined. Yeah. And so I missed the tryouts and the coach gave me like a window that I could try out in. Mm. And I was still really sick. But he was like, I'm not trying to be flexible at all. He was like, can come this day or like not at all. And I was just like, "Okay." So I literally dragged myself like with 102 degree fever and you know, I sucked. Yeah. Couldn't remember any of the plays. Of like I was like wheezing you were on the court. Yeah. I was like, it was a wreck. So obviously yeah. I didn't make the team. Yeah. And I like will never forget my dad's face when like I got in the car and I was like, I didn't make the team. He was like, What? Mm. I was like, because that was my thing, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I played so for good. like nine years. It was yeah. like that was the thing. And he was like, What do you what? I was like, I didn't I didn't make it. Yeah. And so then it became like, all right, well, 
Like now what? What's my thing? Yeah. I got all this extra time. Now. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, um, colleges, they're always like extracurriculars and all these things. Yeah. And I just have all, you know, free time. Cause yeah. we had at that time, I was like, okay, well, what do I do now? My sister is four years older than me. And she went to the same high school that I did prior. And she was like, why don't you audition for the musical? Oh my God. And I was like, I don't know. I have such bad stage fright. Cause I had really bad stage fright. Oh my God. <laughs> this is. Oh my God, and I, I was just, this. I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I should do it. Like, I'm nervous. And she was like, just do it. Like, she's such like a, a tough love kind of big sister. She's, she's that. like, just shut up. Do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis, do it. Right. And I was just kind of like, okay. Okay. So I went in super nervous. I did an audition. Um, thinking back to it, it was probably like 12 seconds because I was oh so God. nervous. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're like on stages, right. like commanding audiences. And you're like back to that. Just like having a good tryout. time. Yeah. yeah. And so I auditioned and, um, you know, I got into the musical and then like she put me in a lead role for all four wow. years that I was there. I got thrown into choir, into theater yeah. and just like was one of her favorites for like all four years. Yeah. And I remember the first time I like sang in front of like the entire musical theater program. Yeah. And it was just this like huge resounding applause. And like, I didn't, I didn't know. I was yeah. just sort of You're like, looking around like, who are they cheering? Honestly, like I, I was sort of just like, like what, what did I, what did I do? Yeah. Like I was yeah. very like confused, but that feeling when you hear like people screaming and clapping, like there's nothing like oh it. Oh my God. Um, and I was just like, Oh yeah, this is the rest of my life. This, this is all is I want. It. And so that's kind of like, that's wow. a big moment that I think about because yeah. it honestly came out of like a failure. Like mm. I, I wanted basketball, you know, we mm. thought I was going to go to college for like soccer. Like yep. I was really sports inclined. And this whole time in middle school, I was doing music and writing music on the side, but mm. sports were like that was the thing that it was focus. like, oh, she's so good. Like she's yep. going to, you know, and it just didn't happen that way that's, and here we are there has to be like one of those sayings that's like with every obstacle like a new exactly. door opens or like something like, oh with every I mean, door closes a new door opens it sounds like so cliche but i literally like i live by it because it's like i've literally lived it so many yeah. times there have been so many times in my life where like something so painful and mm. something so horrible has happened and you're like this is supposed to be the thing yep and then all of a sudden you like okay now now i'm performing like and this is like my greatest love i'm like yeah. okay here well, i am <laughs> too like parents are gonna you know even if they know you're musically talented and they know you're interested in it most parents are gonna if you're an athlete they're gonna kind of gear you toward that because mm. that's like the most collegiate potential yeah. possibly mm -hmm. comes from athletics like yeah. even if you don't go on to be a pro you could get like a partial scholarship mm -hmm. and I yeah pay for all and like that's a little harder to do with music yeah I mean I remember my dad saying he always thought I was going to get a scholarship from like soccer or something yep. and just get picked up you know yeah. because like I was good like I don't play anymore like don't put me on a field don't put me on a court like, <laughs> well, that's I, actually I the next part of this podcast we're bringing <laughs> yeah. you to a soccer going outside. field no I will like trip on the way there oh like God, that's so funny yeah it's like as soon as I stopped playing I lost all coordination yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god it's it's not like a, a like a bike you can't just like start back up again i mean not really like yeah. me and my sister my sister played as well and a couple months ago i was like let's go shoot some hoops and like just see and i was just like Oof. you were bad i was like all right <laughs> i was like hey, at least you tried it's in there somewhere yeah. but like don't put me on a game like at with least anybody. you tried that's all that matters that's yeah. all that matters right do you remember the musical the first musical you were in like what it was so um it's called cabaret oh and yes. um it's not actually the cabaret musical yeah so it was done um i went to bayview in riverside yeah and christine cavanaugh who just recently passed i'm really sad about um, um but she led the school musical every year for over 30 years mm. and it was called cabaret but she would make her own show oh cool and she would pull music from as many shows as she wanted mm. and she would just like string it together in a way that created a story and she would title it something else so i believe my first year there it was called showtime oh cool and i remember it was like a big deal for like a freshman to have a solo <laughs> and i was like yeah that's amazing and i actually sang um Ain't no mountain high enough. Oh my with like god. two other girls, and we were like the Supremes. Oh my god! Um, oh and it was god. like it was really fun. I like picked out my afro, and yeah. it was just like a whole oh, vibe. And you ha and everyone, I'm sure, like if you like from middle school and high school, you were probably Alexis the athlete, right? Like you were the athlete. You people probably. I mean, I'm sure your close friends knew that you had some like music inclination, like you could play piano and violin whatever but like to perform in front of like a school who probably had no idea that like this like person yeah. had like this incredible voice yeah about to i mean erupt. it's 
I have like a, I feel like a very interesting story just because I was like, um, I was really introverted, yeah. you know, I was really quiet. And so going into high school, like I have, I, I have always had, and I had a very small group of like close friends. Yeah. It was always like one or two people. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I'm tall. I take up space. Like I also went to a school that was primarily white. So mm -hmm. it's like everyone kind of knew who I was, but yeah. like, I didn't, I didn't make any waves. I just did my homework and yep. whatever. And then I remember probably like the day after cabaret everyone was like i didn't know you could oh sing like that <laughs> and i was just sort of like yeah like i sing a little oh my god and it was oh just my god. yeah it was just it was like that kind of in um middle school too you know yeah. where i would just sort of like do my homework my parents like involved me and my sister in a lot mm. you know so i would be in sports and then i would be you know doing a play or whatever it wasn't un unreasonable for me to just pop up in some yep. environment mm -hmm. but um I think just because I'm generally like kind of quiet yeah like in life whenever I like step out somewhere there's always this like whoa, whoa. I didn't know and yeah. I'm just like yeah it's just whatever yeah right <laughs> you're like it's in there it's just, I don't I only let it out when I want to. yeah I think that that leans to the the songwriter side of things mm. like I, I think there's a lot of performers but like uh that are extroverted mm -hmm. but i think that introvert side leans to the songwriter part because if you were all extrovert and all energy like mm -hmm. you're not gonna want to sit down and just kind of yeah. develop your feelings you know? yeah and kind of dive in it's and, tough mm -hmm. yeah yeah i feel like yeah. that's got to be hard when so your whole life you've been into music and you did you would write music on the side and mm -hmm. when did you when were you like I need to write music like all the time. Like I'm good at, well, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a struggle to be like, I know that I'm good at this, but like oh, yeah. you're obviously good <laughs> no at idea. it. You're <laughs> terrific. No I'm telling you right now here on the Hey Rody podcast, I'm telling you, you're incredible at Thank it. Thank you. But like what, after like the first time you performed and you sang and everyone was like, holy crap, like you're an incredible singer. Was that like a switch went off and you're like, damn, I can do this. Like this is something that I should really focus on. Yeah, I remember, you know, like I said, the first time singing and kind of being so well received, mm. it um, it just felt it felt really good. Yeah. And it felt like like the stage really feels like home for me. Mm. Like it sounds cheesy, but I'm, I'm just so comfortable on yeah. stage. Um, and it wasn't always that way. But mm. honestly, like I'm I'm just so in my element when I get on stage. It I just feels that. it just feels really good. It's like you're putting on like like. I don't know. I, I, I just, if you're so introverted, like in regular life, it feels like the stage is where you get to be like your true self. It's like the best parts of me come out on stage. I love that. I think. Oh my God. Because it's like, I, I'm still a little shy mm -hmm. and like introverted and I don't like, but Alexis is actually like, she's really extra, yeah. like <laughs> inside. Yeah. Like she's super sassy yep. and she's like extra. Yeah. And like she's going to wear like a fur coat because it's I a Tuesday. It. And it. it's like, you know what I mean? Yes. But I don't bring that out of me for any reason. But the mm -hmm. second I step on stage, I'm like, oh, it's yes. Ready. You're out. Like, let's You're have ready to fun. Go. Yes. Like, and I just everything that I believe in about life is just like having fun and just loving yourself and loving everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so when I step on stage, I'm just like, we're just going to have a good time. Yeah. Like, let's do and it. And you bring it. Like, because <laughs> I've seen you live. And I remember, like, we were sitting at the bar. So it wasn't like I didn't have, like, a clear eye shot of you. But, like, you're, first of all, your voice is incredible. Thank you. And when you hear something like that, you want to see where that's coming from. Mm. So, like, even though, like, the, it was a crowded bar and it was I, every second I could, I'd like peek around to see like what you were doing and you were, you know, that your band, I, I don't know if it was like a full band, maybe it was a guitar. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, but like just your interaction with that and mm -hmm. the crowd and like your movement was so fun and like engaging and, and it was like fun to be around, I'm glad. you know, like it was a really good time. I'm glad. Um, and I, I, I just feel like, even though, like you said, you feel like you're a little introvert I can still even see it like sitting in this room like the funness that you have like that you bring out on stage and it's got to be like such a cool feeling it is yeah you know I say I want my shows to be like a space of like healing mm. it's definitely like come as you are yeah and just like have a good time mm. you know um come as you are can mean a lot of things too because sometimes people come and they're in a bad mood and it's like you know what happens like sometimes totally. I have a long day and then I get on stage and like the second I start singing it's like feel healed you know mm. so it's like I want my shows to be that for anybody mm. in the room everybody's welcome and I just want 
Good vibes. Good vibes only. <laughs> we like good yeah. vibes only. That's you need to send somebody our... like comes in there in a bad mood. Like in my head, I'm like, then they just stay there and they're just in a bed and they're like, I came to, <laughs> I'm pissed and I'm going to watch music. <laughs> I mean, they sure. Just, Why not? Happens. Why not? Sometimes Hopefully you don't happen. stay there, but if you, if you got to stay there. Just refusing I mean, to get out of that mood. Like, <laughs> right. no. You're I'm like, a- this music's really good, but I'm in a really <laughs> bad exactly mood. Right. I God, mean, she's hey. great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure that it happens sometimes. Hey, it is what it is. Hopefully we can like heal that. Heal that, but, right? Uh, and you know. lighten that a little bit. <laughs> right. Um, this past for like the comeback of PVD Fest, mm-hmm. you were, was that, Oh, you were so a performer. Yeah. Was that like great? Like, how did that feel being asked to to be part of PVD Fest? That was nuts. Honestly. That was yeah. So that's amazing. PVD Fest was like bucket list. Yeah. Uh, that was something that I knew I wanted to be a part of. Um. And I honestly, I went into this past season, and I was like, you know what? I want to take over the festival circuit this year. Yes. I, love <laughs> I don't know that. why. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just want to do it. I've, mm-hmm. I had never played a festival before. Mm. And I was just like, there's something that I want to do this summer. I just feel called to like, I want to do, I had a goal of like, I want to do one a month. Mm. I was like, I just want to try to see what that energy is like. Yeah. And so got asked to do PBD Fest, which was awesome. Incredible. Um, and that was my first festival. Mm-hmm. And it felt really fitting that it was here at home. Yeah. Like PBD Fest. So many people I, you I know came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom and my sister came. Um, and there was just like so much love. Like the whole festival in general was mm. amazing. And it was the comeback and we exactly. were all together again and things were happy. It the felt really good. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And so I felt like it was a perfect way to kind of get my feet wet on the festival scene. Mm. I learned so much mm-hmm. and ooh, what's just, the, what, it, was, it was awesome. What's, I'm like playing it back in my head. Like, it was so much fun. Is, well, it was a bucket moment, a bucket list moment. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That's a big festival to get your feet wet. I know, <laughs> right? That's why I'm like, mm. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm like halfway cringing because I'm thinking of things now that I'm like, I wish I did that better. But no, um, no one, it was, no it was really, it. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is, you're your own worst critic. Oh, of course. Yeah. Especially course. like a performer. Yeah. I, I can only imagine. Absolutely. Always going to see things we can do better, but that's, that's how we grow. Yeah. And I, I've definitely learned how to um, just kind of detach in a way mm. so that I can accept what it was and like see the beauty in it while still making notes of what I want to do differently. Yeah. So you have a healthy relationship yeah. with it. That's I feel really like good. I'm pretty okay with it. You know, there's so many like videos or photos out there that I'm like, oof. <laughs> and you just kind of <laughs> like really that's the one you want to share yeah 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 but you just kind of get used to it yeah. as like okay that's that's where i was in the moment that's and what it is i have peace with it and mm-hmm. we'll do better next well and time. if you if you <laughs> have that. like the delusional personality of thinking that everything you do is great you never mm-hmm. get better yeah mm-hmm. so True. if you like you know you shouldn't like dwell on the bad things mm-hmm. but like don't think of them just think of them as things that can be improved upon and yeah. like oh okay cool i can do that different next time yeah, yeah. it'll be even better next time but if you were like everything i did was awesome like you're just yeah. gonna continue doing stay. the same stuff and you right. probably would never get like you wouldn't get better because you just stay sort of like stagnant in that space yeah. mm-hmm. instead of like working on yeah, you like, just stay great mm. like i was great i was great i think the thing about the, <laughs> the art too that i try to remind myself with songwriting with songwriting it's harder because i'm such a i'm like a very personal songwriter mm. like everything i write comes from my life yeah. it's very honest and very like it. true it can be hard to do sometimes mm. because mm-hmm. it feels very exposed um but I think the thing that I've learned is just how to like give it to everybody else yeah. and sort of like remove myself from it. Because mm-hmm. honestly, there have been, you know, like videos circulating that I'm like, this video is terrible. <laughs> like who put this up as yeah. like something to promote me? Like yep. this is so bad. Yep. And it does like super well. And people are like, I love this. I have to go see her. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, y'all are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I've honestly learned that like, it's kind of not about me, mm-hmm. you know, like you never know how someone's going to connect to right. it. Right. And so it's like, I'm putting this art forth for others to pick up and receive. And mm-hmm. if y'all are getting beauty from it or it's bringing you joy, then I've done what I needed to do. It's not really about me, like showing how perfect I am or like showing up and being like, yes, this is like, of course it feels good when I post something and I'm like, yes, girl, yeah, like yeah, sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it's like it's not it's not for me. Yeah. I'm I'm getting what I need through writing and through singing and then what y'all receive mm-hmm. is what y'all receive. So. And like you said, you're not even though you are an incredible singer, an incredible songwriter, you can play instruments. Even though all those things are true, there's going to be a performance where you're like, "Damn it, I missed that." But it that happens. could be the performance that someone sees and they're like, "This is right. I can't wait to see her." Every time she plays at any local spot. Happens so often. That's what I mean. Like you you So I just kind of remove myself exactly. from it and I just I just offer what I have. I mean, you see people that are like, you know, veterans of touring and musicians mm-hmm. make a mistake in a song they've sang 
10,000 times. Yeah. And the fun, the, like, I like to go see shows. I don't see them as often as I should, but the one of the most fun times for me is when one of them makes a mistake and, like, finds it funny. Yeah. And then, like, kind of just plays along with it and mm-hmm. then finds the rhythm mm-hmm. again and gets back into it. And mm-hmm. it's just, I find it more endearing yeah. to be yeah. like, oh, yeah, see, they can human. admit you're that they human. made a mistake and just keep moving forward, you yeah. know? Yeah. Right. Like you said, your songs are deep and meaningful and powerful to your emotions. You're a human. You live these experiences. So, like, obviously, in a performance, you're that those things are also true. Mm-hmm. It's not like you like walk on stage and all of a sudden you have a million dollar produ- production team that's mm-hmm. going to like follow <laughs> you and make sure that like everything is perfect. Right. The strand of hair isn't exactly. in your face. Your earring is clipped perfectly. Like mm-hmm. you have that. And I, but I also think that that makes you so much more. I mean, listen, when you get your Grammy nomination, I'm still going <laughs> to love you. But like, I also just think it's great too to like be so like, because you're local. I mean, obviously you go beyond just Rhode Island, like you're local, you're real. It's fun to like hear your personality is like, just makes me like, love your music even mm, more thank you I'm like this is so fun to get to hear from you and and see your realness and i love it okay um obviously like i obviously know some differences but i i kind of want to hear it from your a perspective of a performer wanting to do like the festival circuit compared mm-hmm. to doing i guess more what do you say like that what shows you normally do are are more like cash like laid back compared like i don't know the the prepper verbiage to use so um, I play in a lot of different sorts of venues. Yeah. Um, if you take a place like Cav Restaurant, right, it's yep. a restaurant. So typically people are coming to eat, yep. you know, to have drinks and we're there performing. Yep. Uh, some people know that we're there and they come to have dinner to and watch you. us. But mm-hmm. a lot of the time in that situation, people are coming for dinner and they just happen upon us there. It's a different sort of show because mm-hmm. people are coming to eat. They want to be okay. able to have conversation. Yep. So we can still do our thing, but it's a little bit more background providing ambiance. Mm-hmm. I still engage with the crowd. I still talk to them, yep. but it's a different sort of show. Mm-hmm. Um, I play at places. Occasionally I do the George. They're hide speakeasy downstairs. Yes, I love. So that venue is more so like people are coming to be entertained. Mm-hmm. So I can do a little bit more of like the performance side. Yep there um but even still you know people are coming have a have a drink have some conversations yep. a festival you can go all out yes girl Woo! i love that <laughs> so yes, a I festival love it. i love it i get to put on like my showmanship yes and i just love it i love so that. you know we have intros we have outros mm. we have you know choreography we got coordinated outfits we got like all of these things <laughs> oh that God. i can bring to the stage like we have like we had a smoke machine at culture shock there's like fog everywhere oh i was just God, like oh yes honey so cool. uh, <laughs> i love that and you know people are coming to festivals for the music that's what they're mm-hmm. there for mm-hmm. like no question like people come to festivals to get drunk and listen to music yeah oh yeah and, vi- and like vibe, and, like, vibe. vibe yeah. right mm-hmm. so honestly like you are you are the the focal point and it's just a different kind of energy. The second you like step onto a festival footprint, mm. you can feel the difference. The mm-hmm. And so it's just levels to to the performance. Yep. And there there are so many other settings that I play in. You know, people have me for private events and I'm playing, you know, in their kitchens and oh like, <laughs> like oh literally God, like so in their cool. backyards yeah. or for different sorts of things. Mm. So it's all the same in essence like the goal is still the same to just spread like good vibes Mm -hmm. but it's different i think the connection you can make um because of like the space it's funny because in i said to you like oh i know the answer to that question but in my head it was a different answer than what you gave and your your answer (laughs) was obviously way better because you're the performer (laughs) because in my head i was like oh maybe like one is like just like a little bit more casual and one's more like epic which i guess there's a part to that yeah but the way you kind of say like you know when you're at like a a restaurant you're kind of like there to provide some Mm ambiance when you're at a place like the george you're there like half and half like half ambiance half like my performance and then you're on like a festival and Mm -hmm. it's it's all you it's all mine it's Mm -hmm. all you i love it and that's so cool (laughs) yeah i gotta say like one of my favorite things though is like showing up at a bar or a restaurant that i just went there to eat Mm. or went there to grab a drink and there happens to be like a good performer there and i'm like i'll stay for another two hours absolutely it keeps you there and i mean i think kind of when i say that you know i want my shows to be a space of healing or like you know altering you know energies so that people feel something positive it's Mm -hmm. like i i definitely hear that a lot when people are like i didn't know there was music 
music and yep. like you know this was so nice like you made our night and it's like that means a lot to hear yeah. so mm-hmm. i definitely don't want it to come across that performances like cov are not as important or as special yeah. as festivals they're just you know different. they're just different. they're just honestly they're as important because mm-hmm. it gives you a space like you said like a festival and this is not trying to like diminish like the experience of a festival but like you said like you're there to get drunk you're there to have <laughs> yeah. fun right like there's a lot going on there's yep. lights there's music there's drinks there's mm-hmm. friends there's whatever when you're like at a restaurant and you're sitting and you're listening to this like nick said like you're sitting and you just so happen to be there and you're performing it gives you the space to connect with an audience right. in a different in a more intimate way mm-hmm. than like at a festival when yeah. people are like you know having cocktails and having a great time which is also great Mm -hmm. so they're totally different but they both bring like a whole different sort of like meaning to you and to your connection with an audience and oh my god I want to be a singer (laughs) (laughs) it's fun it's not a bad life I couldn't do it (laughs) have you uh have you had any chance to do any um traveling to perform uh um let's see well since covid Let's see. I go to Medford, Massachusetts mm. pretty regularly. Once a month I play at the porch. That's oh, cool. relatively new. I think um, this coming October 6th will be like our third time there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I usually tell like my Boston people like pull up. We're there yep. for Thursdays, the first Thursday. They call it Soul Music Thursday. Mm. That's really fun with the full band. Um Recently, I added Springfield, Mass mm. to the rotation. There's mm-hmm. a place, really cool spot called Dewey's Jazz Lounge out oh, in Springfield. Cool. It's amazing. Yeah. I performed there for the first time uh, the 18th of this month. Mm. And um, I'm so excited to go Yay. back. A little bit of a drive. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, I, I am starting to open up a little bit more to, you know, traveling Connecticut, New York, mm. things like that. Cool. Again, now that things are open. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it'll like the more you get to do that, like slowly build, like you're getting further and further away from, you know, Rhode Island. Even mm-hmm. though you got to stay in Rhode Island a little bit. Of course. You're just <laughs> I think the momentum is just going to like keep rolling, keep rolling, mm-hmm. because like you're going to have someone who saw you in Springfield who actually might live in New York. They see that your name is at the bar that they go to New York. They're going to see that they're going to bring their friends. And then yeah. like all these people are going to get to know you. They'll f- hopefully follow you on Instagram yeah. to see your updates. And then we're getting that Grammy. Yes, I mean, you know, even to be nominated would be nice. I'm putting, I'm putting all of my like good energy and vibes into that. I receive it. Thank it's you. Happening. I can totally see it happening. Oh my god! What would you wear to the Grammys? Oh, girl, something ridiculous. <laughs> like just something so just elegant oh and god. just like mind-boggling. Oh I don't even god. know. I can like I picture. Know. I like can picture something with like a long train. Yeah, I'm very like I love goddess energy. Like, oh yeah so something just like i just feel like i'm so tall you know yep. so it just feels like okay if we're gonna take up this space yeah. honey like maybe i'll wear a crown or something oh my god like, I you don't should know. definitely <laughs> wear a crown like, why oh not? my god why not? <laughs> yes something just so like light like light and you said obviously your music can be is deep but like the energy you're bringing is like that light healing energy mm-hmm. just to, oh my yes, god yes like effervescence like a Fresh Sprite from McDonald's. Oh. Like, <laughs> this might be a little too effervescent. Maybe honestly. that's like your new tagline. Right. Like, Do you want to experience a fresh Sprite from, from McDonald's? McDonald's right. Listen to my music. Oh my God, I love that. Yes. We, we made it here. Your mm-hmm. tag, maybe that's your It's going to be my like, t-shirt. So. Ah, yes. Yeah. Oh I've been God. trying to figure out what I was going to do for merch. So there that's we go. really good. And you could do like a fun like bubbly print. Yes, oh I, my love God, I love that. Like the yeah. front says your name and then the back says like, Effervescent mm. like a fresh sprite from yes. McDonald's. I love that. I love that we and did then this like together. your tour dates. Like, you guys are getting a percentage yeah. of this, obviously. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> just send me a text. I'm gonna be in the Grammy so I can be watching. That's all okay. I care about. I want right. to know when it's happening so I can be front row watching. All right, word. Because that's very exciting. Yeah. Um sorry, go ahead. Nick. I was just gonna say how much uh so like as far as like performers go, people that are trying to like you know, expand their reach. Obviously, social media is kind of a big deal for that now, yeah. or has been for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, how much effort do you put into social media, and uh, or how much do you hate it and not even bother? I don't like social media. You do such a good job, though. I mean, I, I think it's so it's cute. a t- it's a tool. Yeah, and that's how I look at it. It's yeah. a business tool. It's yeah. always like finding like I feel like if you're gonna like quote unquote blow up on social media it's always like finding some niche thing mm. like i can't remember her name there's a uh woman she does um it's like like subway sessions mm. oh, okay and, and she like sings under oh, yeah. the I've overpass mm-hmm. like she's great but she does it was just like that thing kind of yeah. blew her up 
Yeah. And like, there's always finding some weird little niche that you have to fall into. You know, man. Okay. This answer is going to get really deep, but okay. <laughs> I like it. We can do it. I think, um, I've found myself in life being drawn to certain things and drawn away from others mm. for a while. I've like questioned why and tried to like make myself line up with what everyone else is doing. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you want to blow up as a musician, you really got to use TikTok, use Instagram, like mm -hmm. post videos of you singing all the time and like do a bunch of covers. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. That's yeah. like, I don't, yeah. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I, I did try, you know, even up until like six months ago, I was like, you know, I kind of reassess, like, do I really need to do this? Maybe I should, maybe I just don't want to. Mm. And, um, I don't know what that means for me. <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. Maybe what? that means that, you know, my career takes longer to develop. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't develop in the ways that I'm imagining today. But, you know, again, like going back to my basketball story, like I really do believe that like what's meant for me is going to come happen. for me, like mm -hmm. period. So I don't put a lot of like, I have to post a video of me singing or like yeah. I, I haven't posted in three weeks. Like I don't really care. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it I've, could be too where like if you've, I, I can understand the idea that like uh you know i have to hold up this phone and video me oh singing God. like feel so, so inauthentic you yeah. know but like uh you know it could be have somebody in that comes to your shows like just a halfway decent mic and record the show and, that's and then if so there's a, a cool yeah, part yeah, yeah. just cut that part out and yep. put it up there and that's yeah. been more so the method yeah. you know because mm -hmm. instead of like trying to do it in my room yep you know i've always been more active like irl like in real life yeah. you know like i'm always doing a lot of stuff like mm -hmm. outside mm -hmm. um and i don't pay much attention to social media until Smart. i have something to to share that happened in real life mm -hmm. yeah um and you know people like my sister have been like you do so much stuff like just make use of it you know she like, was like no. so and i'm just like i just don't even think about it like yeah. I'm, I'm doing stuff yeah. like i'm not thinking of like take out your phone and like you know so i've tried yeah, to get better at, you're actually at, living the thing you're, that you're doing yeah which is amazing yeah. and i feel yeah. and i'm like i'm making real connections with mm -hmm. people and it is like you know i've seen my social media grow so it's like it is growing it's, it's still working and it's working yeah. um and i think also the people who follow me know that like you're gonna get what you get from me when yeah. you get it <laughs> i love I, everything um, you post i'm obsessed with it. i think you, you do really and i think everything that you do post feels like really authentic which i love that's also kind of what i try to do i mean mm -hmm. i understand that social media is going to be a highlight reel for everybody yeah. you know so it's mm -hmm. it's for me though i look at instagram as a resume yeah you know yep. um occasionally i'll post something a little bit more like vulnerable if i'm mm -hmm. having like a day where i feel like i want to share something but um for me like it's a business tool mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. My vision is, and I don't, this isn't me talking badly about any person who's a famous singer, songwriter, musician who got famous from TikTok, but here's what I want to say. I feel like a lot of times, like when I, I, I assume that we're all kind of like similar in age, like there's no like really, really young, young people in this room. Yeah. We're all mm -hmm. kind of similar. Okay. I think so. Okay. <laughs> so like when we were growing up, you know, a lot, a lot, there was a lot like singer songwriters were a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think now, like when I listen or like if I love like award shows, mm -hmm. hence why I want to know when you're going to be in the Grammys. <laughs> but like if I watch like the MTV music video awards or whatever, mm -hmm. I'll see someone, I'll see someone I've never heard of before and I listen to their music and their music is catchy. It's fun. But I don't really like know anything about them mm -hmm. from that song or from that performance. Like mm -hmm. it feels a little bit like almost too curated. Okay. And I think that happens a lot because of like you said, like the TikTok trends and like you, you want to get noticed for doing X, Y, Z. And so my vision is that like, you are going to be the resurgence of the singer songwriter and that's, you're going to get your Grammy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, does that make sense though? What that. I'm trying to say? I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. And no and disrespect I'm, to anyone in the music field. But I think because you said like, you're not about that. That's not what you're trying to achieve. I think you're going to achieve success in a way that feels really authentic. And you're going to get called out on for what like makes you so special. As opposed to like. That would be great. You know, ultimately, like I, I'm always trying to just live the most authentically, mm -hmm. you know, um. We only get one life as far as one I know, life. you know, uh, who knows? You'll, no <laughs> you'll, you'll notice the way that Sasha talks and she does this when she like really likes somebody or like is super <laughs> into it. Um, it's not this could happen. 
Oh, you notice it was, this is going to happen? <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. There was no ifs, ands, or buts in that it. statement. I love that. Listen, I'm, I I gotta be like psychic or something. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I already know it. It's gonna it happen. It is funny though, because you're talking about like the award shows. The reason that I know I'm getting old is I watch one of those and know no, nobody. I don't know anybody. I have oh. no idea who any of these people are. <laughs> I'm just, and we're actors old. I still get if they're in movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I still know, but a lot of the the musicians, mm-hmm. no, I don't know anybody. No I'm getting to that age. No yeah. But that's also I watch like, the Super Bowl and I see like the classics. What was the one that just happened with like uh, Fifty Cent and Eminem oh, yeah, and all yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was nice. And I was like, hey, now see, Rihanna's I know these people, <laughs> which is going to be. Like, I love the jokes that she's going to show up with like a makeup truck. I know. <laughs> like, I love that. Someone on Twitter was like, "The uh, whatever 2023 Super Bowl is that one? It technically is 2023, right? Yeah. The next. It's yeah. going to be just a 14 minute makeup tutorial. Right, and I'm yes. like, I'm still watching. Like, That's I'm still so going to be there. I could totally see that. I could. T- oh my god, that would be hilarious. Um, so with, you know, the festival being like your bucket list and being like part of your goals, have, did you get to play any other festivals? Um, besides yeah. PVD Fest? You okay. Did? So there was PVD Fest mm-hmm. and then I did just recently I did Culture Shock yeah. in Pawtucket. That was so, so much fun. fun. Shout out to Chachi. It was oh. amazing. And I just love that it's continuing to grow. I think this was the third or fourth year mm. um but i can't wait to see how that just continues to blow up around Pawtucket. um i did levitt amp music series that was in woonsocket nice what am i missing i feel like this I'm is incredible something. well the festival circuit's what three months of summer that's three festivals you hit every month oh i did rhode island folk festival in riverside <laughs> That's in East Providence. Incredible. Yep. Not the Newport one. I know some people think about the Newport one, but I did the one in East Providence. Um, that one was better. <laughs> yeah. So so I got I got quite a few. That's incredible. Um, then there were also just some like some things I didn't know I wanted that were really cool. Like I performed at a gala for women and infants. That was super cool. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I performed at Garden City this summer. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, honestly, this summer has been kind of nuts just with the stuff that's come along i was on the road show a couple times i, I saw was like, that what? that was amazing um was hot incredible. 106 a couple weeks ago i was like what this is amazing like, just it's like happening. It's, it's been a really nice summer um yeah i feel like in, in some ways i'm still processing it just well, because all of your hard work you know like you clearly like work really really hard and put yourself in a vulnerable situation and spell out your feelings and yeah. you know like so I'm of the person who believes, I know this isn't always the case. I know sometimes being a toxic optimist isn't always the best thing to be. Mm. But like in my head, I'm like, if you do, you're putting in the work, like you're putting yourself out there. Like the success obviously is comes because like, how could it not? You're that's a good person. Of, that's always been sort of my mentality is mm. like, um, even when I was really younger, um, I went to Berkeley. And so College. I, Berkeley College of Music. Cool. So I I have always wanted to be a performer, mm. singer, songwriter. Like Beyonce was my favorite. I was like, I'm gonna be her one day. Um <laughs> it, it I don't happen. know if it'll be that way. Yeah, but, you yeah, know. but maybe um, who knows? And so I have for a long time just assumed that like everybody else wanted the same thing. Yep. Eventually realized that that wasn't the case, that there are levels to being in music that are different for everybody. Not everyone wants to be like the superstar mm. or whatever. Um, but I did notice that like those who do, I would say, don't make it because they change their mind. Mm. And I came across a a quote that I kind of like in a book I was reading. It was like, the only reason you fail is if you change your mind. And I was kind of thinking that. about it and trying to apply it. I was like, okay, so like my one month gym goal, like why did I fail? It's like, <laughs> well, because you decided to stop going. Yep. Like you could have gone, you didn't. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily that, um, you know, these people are failing, mm. but um, they're changing their minds. And I've, I kind of identified like within myself, like, sure, I guess that could happen, mm. but like, it's just something that I love to do so much that, you know, I, I've told my family, I've told my friends, like if, this is as far as I go. Like, this is like the greatest thing ever. Yeah, you've had so much fun you know, like like doing what you love to do. And- all I wanted to do initially was just um, perform and write songs and be able to support myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm you've- here. So, That's like, if this boxes. is as far as I go, like, mm-hmm. I'm living my dream, you That's know? That's incredible. So, 
um, where it goes from here is where it goes, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And as long as you're like, you get to maintain that happiness and like, you get to like, keep doing what you love to do. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, like you said, like the second you step on that stage, you feel like the best part of yourself comes yeah. alive. And like, that has to be such a cool thing to experience as often as you get to experience it. Yeah. And like, like you said, I mean, I obviously like, like I already fortune told, like that's not going to be where <laughs> there's a lot so much more. I think that's coming your way and I cannot wait to see it all happen. Yeah, but, I mean, it's definitely a ride. Like, I feel like I'm just like sitting here like, OK, yes. like, as, as things come. It's not to say that I don't have goals, you yeah, know, of course. Um, or like bucket list things like mm -hmm. DVD mm -hmm. Fest or whatever. But honestly, like I said, I'm I just love what I do. And mm -hmm. like the fact that I'm able to do it in the way that I am and support myself like I'm I'm good. That's so it's so <laughs> special. It's like incredible. Um. Do you have anything that you're excited about coming up in the next like few months or a year? The next few months, um, I'm taking a little bit lighter. So the Good. past few months have been really busy with performing. I'm yeah. pulling back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So October, November, December, are a little bit quieter, which I'm actually excited about. It's fall vibes. You got to be cozy all the yes. time. You have uh, to have like lattes and yeah. slippers. <laughs> you you got to relax. Yeah, I'm sort of like um, also reframing my shows a mm. little bit. So people are definitely going to start hearing some more originals, some new ones that I've been holding on to for too long. <laughs> oh, that's exciting um you know potentially things like music videos <laughs> and like new music releasing so I'm sort of like I'm in my hibernation state right now <laughs> yeah and you're figuring a bunch of things like behind mm -hmm. the scenes out right so it's it's been a really busy and mm -hmm. like extroverted summer mm -hmm. so these next few months I'm really looking forward to just like kind of going inward recharging. a little bit recharging planning <laughs> plotting and I'll show up with something. I love that. <laughs> and uh, one, I mean, it doesn't have to be the last question, but we've had you here for a little while and we don't want to waste your day. But um, <laughs> when you do a performance, what amount of your own songs versus like covers do you do? Um, it depends on how long the show is. Mm. Um, I just recently performed at Cortland Club. And that's my favorite place. Yeah, it was an amazing night. Um, the Alex Tremblay trio went first. They were incredible. Mm -hmm. And it was for the fall equinox, which was really cool. So fun. Um, so that was a perfect 50-50 split. Mm. We did, um, it was about an hour. So we did four covers and four originals. Oh, cool. Um, but it depends. You know, if it's a three-hour show, mm. um, you know, depending on how I'm feeling, like what songs do I want to share? Um, also, how does it suit the venue? You know. Um, will kind of determine how many I do of what. Yeah. So it varies. Um, it could be anywhere from all covers yep. to all originals, half and half. Yeah. Just depends kind of on the night and um, the vibe. The vibe. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first time you performed a, your own song? Was it scary? When was the first time I performed my own song? That might be like a, like a uh, weird yeah. history question. You remember? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. I, I think it it was at News Cafe, I think. Is that in Boston? No, that's no, it's in Pawtucket. Okay, I think that might have been the first time. I don't even know how that came about anymore. Oh my gosh, um, I was so nervous. Uh, so scary. Yeah. But did it got obviously got well received because you continue to to br bring out new songs. I think I'm always going to be nervous about it yeah. because they're they're my babies, you yeah, know. And like totally. I said, I'm very I'm a very like transparent writer, mm -hmm. so like I'm writing about my life, life and so and it's yourself. all just like out there. Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm always going to feel like it's so vulnerable. Exposed. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I feel like you should though. I feel like. Uh, if you're not nervous about the thing that you're putting out, like your creative thing that you're mm. putting out, you probably don't care about it that much. Mm. Like, I feel like there's a, a a correlation between how much you've like put yourself into a thing mm -hmm. and the amount of nerves you have putting it out. Because mm. if you're not nervous about putting it out at all, I mean, I guess eventually mm -hmm. you're so used to putting it yeah. out that, but you get people still with, you know, imposter syndrome that have you know, whatever. It's like Drake level amounts of fame mm -hmm. and be like, yeah, I still don't feel like I belong here. Yeah. And I still get nervous when I put stuff out. Totally. Yeah. I think that you, I think that's a healthy thing yeah, to I have a little bit of have nerves. a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like even in general, like when I was growing up, I was like the queen of karaoke. Like <laughs> I think I had like three karaoke themed birthday parties. Oh my I mean, I was not a good singer, but I just like <laughs> liked the feeling. I love music and I yeah. liked being able to like feel like, oh, I'm I'm that singer. I can sing those songs. Yeah. And like 
singing in itself is vulnerable mm. because like, oh, do I sound stupid? Do mm-hmm. I, st- am I like hitting the right notes? And yeah. oh, and also I read side note, but not really that you have a four octave range. Yes. Isn't that really like, that's really like hard, right? It's a lot. Yeah. 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 It's taken yeah. a lot of practice. Yeah. You practice. Okay. So that's not like something that you naturally just like, um, is that a stupid question? I'm sorry. No, no, not at all. Um, I think, so for me, I don't remember where I started. I've always had like a fair amount of, of range. Mm. I think probably somewhere around like three and a half. Okay. But I always had a goal of getting to four just because like the greats that I admire, like Whitney Houston, yeah. Michael Jackson, yep. like Mariah Carey um, in her earlier days, I think. Um, so Mariah Carey, that's her thing is the four octave range. That's what you have? Well, it's like four plus. So like four is yeah. where I am, but there are singers who have five. It's into those like, like whistle notes. Yeah, exactly. So there. it's like, you know, four was just my my goal. Yeah. And I, I know... Whitney's probably beyond that. Michael's probably beyond that, you mm-hmm. know, but I was just like, I want to like play with the greats. Like That's I just want to so at least like fun. touch four. And yeah. so, you know, I think I started maybe around like three and a half mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, I just worked really hard to try to see if I could stretch. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm chilling around four. Yeah. Right it's like anything else. It's like any other muscle. You have to work. I mean, yeah. if I mm-hmm. tried to stretch all my vocal muscles, I don't think I could get to it's a just, four. It takes time. It <laughs> yeah, takes yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a mix it's, of, of It's definitely a mix things. of like genetics <laughs> yeah. and like Natural your body there. Yeah. In mm-hmm. practice and learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, is it something that you not, I know you reached your goals and that's incredible, but if you were like, I want to get to the whistle tone, is that something that you can practice? Yeah. I mean, there are limitations, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far I can go. I mean, I'm sure I could go further. Um, That's so scary. Yeah. I I'm mean, um, it's also, you know, as fun as it is, I just, I always, even I tell my students this, it's not about like how many notes you have available, but what you do with them you, too. Yeah. So it's like, I definitely don't want to put out there that like, if you have a two octave range, like you suck because yeah, it's not yeah, at all yeah, true, yeah. you know? Especially um, like if it's like, like the words that you're saying and the the feeling that you're putting towards them. Exactly. I mean, obviously being able to hit that high octave is like incredibly cool. But I feel like when I've seen you sing, I feel like you've sang music that I've heard other people sing. But mm-hmm. like what you do with those covers or uh, songs that you've written yourself, it's like what you said, what you do with them. Yeah, it just gives me a little bit more to play with. So yeah. I have, you know... um the room to like if I'm feeling like emotionally like oh I really want to hit this high note because I'm feeling emotionally called to do it I don't feel limited to do it I Mm -hmm. can just do it but it's not something that it's like oh let me see if I can hit this whistle tone just to show everybody how cool I am like it's not it's not about that so I you know as it was a goal of mine to get Mm -hmm. to four just because I you know some of the people that I admired were around that area yeah but ultimately I was like I just want to be able to feel free you know in my in my um, like vocal study, there were times where I felt really stuck and really limited and I would like try to sing something and I couldn't get it. And it was mm-hmm. frustrating because like spiritually I felt like choked mm-hmm. and I was like, I really want to just like, whoa, like go for yeah, this yeah, note yeah. and I yeah. can't hit it and it's driving me crazy. Yeah. And so it was more so like, I need to learn how to do this so that like emotionally I am not blocked mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. I just want to do it. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's people uh, who are famous singers that have, maybe a couple octave Mm -hmm. range absolutely like there's a like a country folk guy that i listen to and he's maybe two octave but it's like yeah way down it's like in the depths of a range and Mm -hmm. like just but that's like its own style exactly so it just depends on what you're doing and what's your what you're doing with what you do with it Mm -hmm. i think you know the music is about the emotion and the feeling and what you're putting into Mm. into the notes into the words so yeah definitely not about how big the range is. Do you have a favorite song, a cover, and then a personal song of yours that you perform that's like every time you do it, you're like, oh my God, this, the, the crowd's going to love this. I like know <laughs> that this is such a good song. Um, my favorite original song right now is uh, called Pray. It's okay. a song that I wrote a couple of years back. I'm working on recording it. <laughs> um, and it's a song that it just feels good. It's like an up-tempo, like little that. bop. Yeah. Um, but it's really deep and typical Alexis fashion. I love um, that. It's about um, forgiveness, mm-hmm. which is something that I tend to struggle with Mm -hmm. and so I I wrote a song to kind of help me learn how to forgive I love that and um, it's definitely what I've noticed to be a a crowd favorite and it just gets everybody feeling good and um, I love the mixture of a bop in an emotion oh i that's the I way to do that. it that's the way to so, do it. so my uh one of my idols like songwriting is a uh, marvin gay because mm. i think he's amazing at that yeah because totally. he writes songs that have such 
depth and like important Mm -hmm. questions and important statements Mm -hmm. and they feel good Mm -hmm. you know it's like people will play it at their wedding I'm like are you sure (laughs) you know yeah yeah, and it's like you know because people aren't not that they're not hearing the words but it feels good yeah you know on like a spiritual level y'all are just dancing you're feeling good and then when you listen there's substance and that's what something to me that's what I'm always like kind of listening for it's like if I put something on it feels good that's great Mm -hmm. and then if I listen and you're really saying something I'm I'm in love it's even better (laughs) I'm done I'm like just take me now (laughs) I love that I love that oh my god and before we let you go one well I just have one last question that Nick always has is like round like you know tail end like yeah. finisher um when if people want to see you over the next few months you are taking some time back mm-hmm. um but do you have any like um residencies or anything going on that people can look for or is it better to just check you on instagram um so i think the first thursday of every month i'm at the porch in medford mass yep. so october 6th then every thursday the first thursday following that yep um every third wednesday i'm at cov restaurant amazing uh those are my two residencies right Mm -hmm. now and then I have a few things kind of sporadically through October November and December I try to keep things updated on my website um, alexisaylee.com yeah your calendar is very informational yeah I try to keep Mm -hmm. things just there um on highlights on Instagram and things like that Mm -hmm. events on Facebook so things will be will be updated I should probably do that today (laughs) um so I'll get that all updated and uh yeah I'll be around I love that (laughs) I love that yeah, and so we're gonna wrap up. Uh, I mean, we've been going for a little over an hour, but oh, okay. time flies. Wow. Right? Nice. I know. Um, nice conversation. I know. So if uh, anybody wants to, you know, keep up with what you have going on, I was just do a little quick run around here um, on Instagram and Twitter. You are Alexis A Lee, mm-hmm. uh, and on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, it's Alexis Lee. That's Alexis right. is A L E X U S, and people can keep up with what you have going on. Come see you do a show. Yes, uh, you will not be disappointed. Everybody You'll should have uh, follow on yeah, social it's so such a vibe come out yes come say hi it's so much fun it's literally like so much you're incredible i'm Thank so happy you. you're here. it's gonna be a beautiful fall i'm looking yes! forward to it oh my god yes i love it thank you so much <laughs> for being here thank you for having me Yay! yeah thanks for coming on thanks everybody for listening Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to our chat with Alexis Lee. We're so excited to play you one of her songs. This is the acoustic version of Better Weather and you are going to jam out so hard to it. It's so good. So enjoy.
Thank you.